This episode is sponsored by Under Armour and their Infinite Elite Everyday Running Shoe, which I was lucky enough to head out to Barcelona and see being unveiled at its launch and to chat to athletes like Sharon Nakidi, who won the New York Marathon a few years ago, who does all of her easy and steady runs in this pair of shoes. And then we've set Jess from The Running Channel a very specific challenge to train for 12 weeks for her fastest, hopefully, ever 10K, which is also back out in Barcelona. Yeah, she is loving training in this shoe. And I think it's important as well because we're so lucky we get to test lots of different shoes. But we do know that some people just want that one pair that will do everything. So Jess has been doing her long runs, interval sessions, and she will be tackling the final 10K in the Under Armour Infinite Elite shoes. Yeah, big focus on endurance and a brand new foam, which provides extra energy return and looks after you on even your longest runs. So if you want to know more, head to the link in the show notes. You are listening to the Running Channel podcast, the first one of 2024 with me, Andy Badley, Rick Kelsey, who definitely, I think, has pressed record this time, and have. my wonderful co-host, Sarah Hartley. Oh, happy new year. Happy new year. That was lovely. Yeah. I'm so glad this is not envisioned, this one, because I've got a big spot on my forehead. Well, you say, you say, you say. You've got it, you got in there first. I'd made a note to actually talk about this. <laughs> that Rick was genuinely very glad that we weren't filming because of this uh, this catastrophe that, as your fault, you squeezed it. I did. Although Sarah and I both convinced it's also, that it's unfortunate that it's on that you have a camera, me and Andy have a camera like dead on our face. Yeah, it's Yours on the, is side on, on, it's on side. It's on the wrong side. Have, do, you're yeah. the type of person who I think says you have a best side and a worse side. Yeah, it's my left side. <laughs> the left side's your worse side. I genuinely don't oh, think. Well, we set the of... camera up on the wrong side then. Haven't oh, we? oh. Yeah. So don't worry, if you've ever watched one of these podcasts, Rick doesn't look that bad, it's just his wrong side. Okay, yeah. let's get going. Let's get going and not at all talk about the fact that we don't really think he's squeezed a spot, it's actually the needle marks from the Botox. <laughs> That's not true. Welcome to 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've started as we mean to go on. How's 2024 treating you? Had a good week of running, Rick? Uh, yeah. So, I, obviously, I learned a lot over Christmas um, about post-Christmas positive splits. <laughs> you mean your, your fitness declined over Christmas? Post, I mean, yeah, my mum got a, a wine tap on her kitchen. Uh, As in just unlimited okay. wine uh, from yeah, a tap. From a, yeah, there was a tap plugged into you know one of those wine cylinders over Christmas. So, um, th- th- <laughs> you, that, you know one of those wine cylinders. You know, you know. Well, that, Not that, really. That, that changed. Well, it was like, it's a bag. It's like a bag of wine underneath okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Christmas was lovely. Um, and obviously, I went out and I did a did a five k, and then my first kilometer. Do you want to do you want to hear my split times? Yes. This is this is from last weekend. First k, four minutes eighteen seconds. Oh, oh bold Rick. start. So PB pace <laughs> from the beginning. And all time What's PB your, pace. Isn't your PB like 23? 23, 23 19. So, so you've got four... off at sub 22 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know? Bold. Second, bold. Second kilometer, four minutes, 25. Okay. So, I mean, that's still sub 22, yeah. 30. Yeah. Did you watch telly you had a pulse like an ox whilst, <laughs> whilst running? Third kilometer, yeah. five minutes, 10. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's a Fourth four minutes kilometer. slower. Five minutes forty-five. Oh God! Fifth kilometer. Five minutes fifty-five. Oh. So wow. this, is, this this truly is post-Christmas really positive splits. So what yeah. did you say? Four eighteen for the first. Four eighteen. Five fifty-five. Five fifty-five. So quite. Are there yeah. any? Let, hang on. Let's cut you some slack. Were there any hills in this five? Yeah, three three significant hills and right. lots of other people running. And a, a guy in the middle did pop, pat me on the back. A Scottish guy in the middle and went. Um, 
I've been on the Gabby at Christmas then. <laughs> this, is like, this is on the third one, so when I drastically slowed down. I was feeling amazing on the first kilometer. I mean, seriously, I was flying because up on the Wirral at Christmas, Yeah. Um, I've got so much to talk about. Sorry, I will let you have a word in a second. Well, yeah, so, yeah well, we met up on Christmas Eve, we, didn't yeah, we? I, 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 you know, everyone gets confused at Christmas and doesn't know what day it is. Yes. Yeah. So I turned up at Parkrun thinking it was Saturday and it was Friday. <laughs> so, oh no, and no and one was it, and there. And it wasn't on. And, obviously. And, and, then, and then obviously, <laughs> yeah, but then Christmas day, there was no park runs on, no. on the Wirral, which is so, oh. so I couldn't, you know, we did the show you run on Christmas day. Well, yeah. I couldn't actually run on Christmas day because there wasn't a park run on the Wirral. So it was lovely to get back and, and get back into uh, some 5Ks. But yeah, I did meet up with Andy and um, we didn't do any running, but we did have a nice time. We did, Aww. and I think that was the, the the tap, the wine tap hadn't been installed at this point. It was Christmas Eve, but there was a liberal amount of um, <laughs> of wine around Carol Kelsey's household <laughs> at the weekend. So yeah, it was uh, it was lovely to meet up, um, and I didn't do that much running either. I did um, run towards the end of the Christmas period, but a few eagle-eyed people spotted on the last video podcast that I had a funny kind of bandage on my head, mm. um, and I had I'd had a biopsy for something that I was worried about on my head. I'm still waiting on the results. But that then got, it's a tiny little thing, like a four millimeter incision, and then that got in, infected. So um, I couldn't actually, for, for most of the Christmas period, move my forehead. So much like Rick. Um, <laughs> 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 Is that why twice. you met up? So That's he could twice. give you some advice? Yeah, I'll stop now. I'll stop now. But yeah, yeah, we met up just, I was like, how do you deal with this? It's weird. I can't <laughs> smile naturally. Um, but, but no, no it, really, it was really bad. And, and because of that, I couldn't run. Um, it was it was too painful. I was on antibiotics, all of this sort of stuff. And the wound was still like not healed. Um, it is healed now. Um, and I feel much better. So I've managed to get back into running since then. Uh, nice. Ran on New Year's Day. Uh, I've been back into the gym a few times. So I'm actually really excited about 2024. And this episode's about our goals and, and also other people's goals and how we go about setting those goals. So we'll come on to those in a minute. But how was your Christmas period? Mine was great. I had a, uh, a running first. Oh, yeah? I went to March Park Run, which is a really lovely, like for me, it's the epitome of what Park Run is. It's half, half tarmac, half just mud. It's mm. great. They had to, and also there's a, there's a part of it and it's four, four, four laps. So it's quite mentally challenging if you do, I've done a positive split it before where first lap I've been like, woohoo, loving this. And then fourth lap I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Um, but there's one bit of it, it runs along like a river or canal, I don't know which one it is. And um, it was too muddy. So they had to move it. Basically there's a really lovely little section of it. But they that moved goes, it because of all the rain. Yeah, in because the UK. it was so muddy yeah. that apparently like in previous weeks, people had fallen in. Because oh, really? <laughs> if you like, if you were just going, I don't know, a bit too fast or put your foot in the wrong place, you can just slip down the bank. Uh, into what's it called? Mo March. March. Yeah, in oh, Cambridgeshire. Right. Really lovely park run. But every time I go, because it's such a small park run, there's less than a hundred people. I've done it before where, where it's so nice. I've done it before where I've like done a long run and then finished off by doing it because mm. it's just a lovely way to finish it. But every time I've been like, oh, I wonder if, wonder if I could get first female at this park run. Cause you know, I, all the ones that I go to are like 600 people and I'm like, no chance. No, that, that could be your goal, Sarah. Well, right. I love how competitive you've become. I achieved it. No oh, already done, day one yeah. of the year. Was this on? First this email. Was, yeah, on the, well, it was last one of 2023. Saturday the 30th. 30th, yeah. yeah. So yeah. 5K, first well female. Well done. However, I feel like we should heavily caveat this with the fact that there weren't that many, I think they had 94 people. 
And uh, how, so old, how, old was second, how old was second place well, female? Yeah, so I told Andy about this and I'm not really sure how I feel about it. But basically when I set off, I was like, I'm going to give this a go because I, w- I was coming to the end of I'd been doing. He's, he's on one today. <laughs> just, Andy's, on Andy's one. out to get us. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me put some context in place. I owe you place. for a whole year of abuse. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a marathon yeah. so you can get in the bin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 2024, Andy is mean. Um, (laughs) Anyway, let me caveat this with, I had just, this was the last day of my runner marathon, like pre-marathon build-up plan. I was supposed to be doing a 10K all-out time trial, but I didn't fancy that. So I was like, right, I'll do an all-out 5K time trial, but it's muddy, so won't be a PB. Just getting the excuses in? Yeah, there we go. I think that's enough excuses. I set off and I was like, brilliant. There's no one behind me. I'll just keep this up. I can't see any women around me don't really mind what happens Mm -hmm. off we go then after the first lap every single time i ran past a marshal i heard someone like screaming and cheering on for someone someone's name like a female name and i turned around and was like oh no what do i do here and it was an under 11 running next to her dad (laughs) (laughs) and i was like what do i do because i could run i I fit i ran it in the end in like 23 35 so it was it was hard but Mm, it wasn't It wasn't, it was far enough away from my PB that I wasn't What's like your PB? dying. 20.54. Gosh, that's fascinating. But it was muddy. So it, it was, so it was you, hard enough. It, I wouldn't have yeah. wanted it to be any harder, put it this way. So you saw this like nine-year-old little girl she and pushed her into a bush, 11. right? <laughs> no, she didn't. As in like they kept coming. So also the they other thing about March Parkrun is it's very narrow path. So it's not like if yeah. you do it, if you did, if like Battersea Park had a parkrun lovely and wide, they could have like yeah. overtaken. They were playing a strategic game, okay? Her, I don't know if it was her dad, but whoever she was running with, he had strategy. And they mm. were like coming, they were getting relatively close. They were definitely thinking about whether to overtake on like, yeah. there's also, there's one part of it where there's six steps. Yeah. And I'm not very good six at that steps. bit. And this ev- sounds like a great park. Yeah, it's yeah. actually so Cross fun. Country course. So yeah, every I- single time we got to those steps, yeah. there's then a little bit of a downhill. So they would get literally like thir- a meter away from me at the steps. And then I'd be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> like race away. <laughs> but then I spent the whole last lap being like, do I, what do I do here? Like, is it okay to beat someone that young, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's true. Like I've been in parkruns and been in that situation where there's someone running with me who's clearly, you know, 15 or 16. Yeah. Um, and I did, and also every, so then, then I was like, okay, what do I do? Do I just let them win? Is that a bit, is that savage? Because it's like, oh, you're young, off you go. Yeah. But then I, then I assumed. Of course you don't do that. No, I know, but I know, but I just felt bad. I was like, I don't want to well, take this away from someone. But then everyone, like every single marshal knew this person and was cheering for her. I and I was like, rude, you should cheer for me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have your name on your t-shirt. Yeah, that's but I true. Think people are like, we, we make it very clear. We know Parkrun's not a race yeah mm. but we show up to parkrun for our own goals right like you you yeah you would go and, and like you said you had a workout to do you wanted to run your own kind of time trial yeah. so i mean ultimately that's the thing is you're not racing someone else but using someone else to spur you on to better yourself i think is is fine that yeah. is one thing as well that i there is no if i had planned to set off at that pace for 5k yeah. there is no way that i would have kept it up if it was just me against myself looking at my watch you don't you done a rick yeah yeah but yeah i would have for, for the final k yeah, yeah i would have 100 percent just slowed down because i would have looked down at my watch and been like oh i can't run that on this off we go whereas actually being in that in that situation where i didn't look at my watch at all i was just like right keep them behind yeah. And it was so fun. I felt like yeah. I got a taste mm. of what your career was like. Well, and also to bear in mind that you, you said they might have had strategy, like and her dad's running with her, which I think is the amazing thing, the power of Parkrun. Yeah. Um, and she, 
she would have been able to use you to like so she might have run well we've got no idea but those people oh, may have run faster because of, because you were in front and they were kind of chasing you down and that's like it's way easier than than if you're just in no i'm sure all of us have been in races where it can be quite lonely yeah or running events where mm. you regardless of how far it is sometimes you're just on a stretch where there's no one shouting for you there's not any people around you you don't have someone in front of you to focus on um, and that can make so that can make all the difference i think mm. i think it's so nice as well like if you are struggling in in a situation to just like lock eyes with something in the distance and then like yeah. try to catch yeah. up yeah. but i did give her a little high five at the end oh that's nice to know um <laughs> <laughs> lots of people have been getting in contact about our discussion on new year's eve about times that parkrun started around the world ah uh, yeah so i've got yeah. some answers Right, um, okay, good. Thank, oh, this was it. Thank you Sarah for and I your both help. say that thank every you. episode that if we see Rick frantically, frantically scribbling notes, we go, oh no. What's, what, what's, what's he prepared? Honestly, th this, these are just, this is straight. This is deadpan. Yeah. Okay. This is deadpan. Okay. Okay. okay, so Scotland. I suggested it was potentially political while well, they started at 9.30, not really knowing the answer. Yeah. So apparently the reason is actually far more simple than that. It's the reason the parkruns in Scotland start at 9.30 is because the first one, the park that it was in, the cafe didn't open until 10. Oh. <laughs> that, that can't that, be real. That is, honestly, that... I respect that. So many that. people... There is no point doing a 5K... Wrote to me about that. Unless really? you can... There yeah. is a I chance. It's, that, it's, it, darker it's literally... Apparently, it's that simple. That's yeah. so good. Right. But but imagine if you're doing a 5K in Scotland, you need, you need a hot drink You need a hot drink at the end. Right, so... In the winter. I've got some more. Right. Yeah. A lot of Australians emailed me last week oh, as well yeah, it's because it's hot there yeah generally. so parkrun in australia either starts at 7 a.m in <gasps> queensland or 8 a.m in uh new south wales oh right and, and victoria I imagine victoria when victoria is, is, is 8 a.m as well it's 8 on a yeah, saturday yeah 7 a.m 8 a.m yeah 7 or 8 a.m so it's all, and it's all to do with the heat yeah so they are they are actually that shows all the, the difference place. in can you yeah. imagine in the uk if they tried to put parkrun yeah. at 7 a.m uh, is Out, it like I, I don't, I, it, I, it, yeah that just wouldn't work we do have loads of people that listen in the us and and, and like there are fewer park runs out there so we're talking mm. about free 5k events every saturday at i was gonna say nine o'clock but not now at, at all sorts of different times all over the world we know not everyone can get to one we love them but i guess just please remember we're just talking yeah. about running a 5k on yeah. a saturday morning so thank you to everybody who has sent in their goals we have been truly overwhelmed by um how many messages really and emails that we got from people who are just mm. starting out looking to improve over 5k 10k half marathon marathon ultra marathons or start trail running or, or taking part in even a, a triathlon or a duathlon gosh we're, we're really rattling through them here we aren't we <laughs> um or want to just run a bit more consistently maybe join a run club or a running crew this year Huge, huge best of luck for 2024. But we got so many, we thought we'd pick one person each to give a shout out. So Sarah, you kick off. Yeah, and then we're going to come to our goals for 2024 and talk about the different challenges that we're all looking to take on. Yes, very exciting. I wanted to give a shout out to Joe from Southampton who ran their first 10K in 2023 and felt like they had more in the tank. So 2024 is the year of the PB for them. Absolutely amazing. I remember doing my first 10K in 2019, I think it was. Mm. And I genuinely, it was in Birmingham. It was like up and down over the underpasses. And I just oh. remember getting to the end of that and being like, wow. That was so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, like, they ran a very similar time to me. I think they ran 53 minutes uh, oh, wow. something their for their first 10K. That's and amazing. now they want to go sub 50 in 2024. But absolutely incredible. Best of luck, Joe. Yeah. I've got Tom who emailed in to say, I was intending to have a crack at a sub three marathon in Paris this April. 
but feared incorrectly that I had uh, a stressy like that in my femur. <laughs> so ended up taking six or so weeks off while I got scanned, etc. I'm still going to aim for that and see how I get on. But I can tell that the cycling I did in the interim has definitely not perfectly maintained my running fitness. I feel like a slug, says Tom. Oh, sad face. You know what, though? If you're cycling, it's not going to maintain the exact same fitness as running because it's a form of cross training. You're going to work different muscles. Yeah. You're going to feed different parts of your body. You're going to work completely different areas and obviously not the area that you wanted to stay off because you have pain in your femur, even if it didn't turn out to be that. But it will but have helped. It will have helped overall. Mm. Um, and obviously, if you are coming back from injury and, and leg injuries, you know, I, I always say that the king, the king of running workouts when it comes to snc is the single leg leg press get out there if you can do them they will build all the muscles in your legs and um, build them up and make you a stronger runner and that's what helped rick come back and mm. um, we're going to come on to exactly how far it's allowed you to come back because i know what your one of your goals yeah. is this year andy yeah so um well yeah just a shout out to tom to say good luck paris is uh in april so you've got plenty of time i think and that the bike... medal is sick as is well. it why it's like a massive big gold coin yeah really it's just great love yeah. that medal. really cool so two yeah. big marathons in paris this year obviously. yeah the olympics yes. yeah, yeah. very Ooh. very scary <laughs> that the olympics are coming around so soon oh, and scary. even more scary that we've entered you into the 1500 for oh. it. <laughs> thankfully that's not something you can just enter me into can so, you imagine so, uh, no i can't I Maybe you, get, you get a legacy so place much. like in golf yeah, oh, yeah. like if you win the open, open the you're allowed to play at the open every year yes. aren't you the yeah, open yeah. championship really? yeah so if you've won it previously you can just rock up when yeah. you're when you're 94 yeah. so i didn't win the olympics though True. No, but True. you were there. But you were there. You... Yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll just show up and yeah. see. Yeah. A couple of finals. Shoes here. Just yeah. back then. Imagine on. I showed up in those spikes yeah. compared to what the guys are wearing now. That would be funny. Wow. Um, Legacy. Cool. So I'm going to give a shout out to. Thank you. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Aaron. Um, and this email really, like, I really felt for him. So Aaron set himself a huge goal of 2023 of running a mile, at least a mile, every single mm. day. Uh, but he sent us an email on the 26th of December in 2023 because he had fallen asleep after a big Christmas dinner on Christmas Day and he'd missed running his mile on Christmas Day. Oh, God. So he stopped his streak oh. on 357 days. Aaron. Yeah, devastated. Absolutely but... gutted. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I, I felt it for him. I, I I'm feeling it. Yeah. That's how I felt when I turned up at Parkrun on a Friday. So yeah, em empty inside. So you, you're equating your inability to manage your own calendar yeah. with someone running for an entire year and missing, yes. out, and missing yes. out by eight days. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so selfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Aaron actually had a question, which was, how do you handle failure of the little goals you set as a runner? I'd say this was quite a big goal, mm -hmm. but I appreciate that he means that, or you know, what I'm reading in is that often we set goals for ourselves, mm. which we end up inflating in our mind to be the be all and end all. And they're all we're thinking about, but no one else cares about them. Mm. so how do you deal with those those setbacks um i had a lot of those as a runner and in the last few years setting targets for myself and and even the marathon there's a few things that i would have changed if i could if i could do them differently a second time which we'll come on to that in a little bit but how do you handle those 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 little goals i think you need to to, to step back and take some perspective so no one else cares like everyone else is still watching TV on Christmas Day or whatever. Mm. And you've actually run 357 days this year, which is more than I think that's what people, people will care more about than if you go up to someone and say, oh, I ran a mile every day for 357 days. They'll be like, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. They're not going to be like, why didn't you what round happens, it up to 365? What happens to the eight days? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm quite like literal. So I would often, if something happens, maybe I'd write 
things down and then I'd write down a reason why I shouldn't be worried about it. Mm. And then that would allow my, me to process it and then move on. But ultimately you only ever, most people dwell on the bad things that have happened, not all of the successes, but if you can turn it around and be like, yeah, hang on a minute, I ran 357 days this year. That's pretty cool. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, try and celebrate the wins and move on from what you might consider to be the losses. And, and you know what? Who is it? What's his name? Aaron. Aaron. Yes. You know what, Aaron? Some things just don't happen on Christmas Day. I mean, if you live in London, it's the only day of the year that the buses don't run. So yeah. I think you can just excuse the day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know what? I think 364 days a year sounds much better. Well, I don't I know whether he would have been so crestfallen. I don't know whether he, we haven't actually got the facts. No, he did. He, he did say he was going to carry on. Okay. Oh, carry, there you go. He's yeah. going to, he's, he's, he, kept, yeah. he kept going. It's fine. Or, you know, congestion charge doesn't work if you live in London on Christmas Day. Yeah. yeah. I think. I think pick yourself back up. Just get back out there, one foot in front of the other. Get a mile done the next day, and then just see how you just get on. Just one day. And also, but, ultimately, like think about why you do running. Like, what what do you actually mm. enjoy about it? I know he said one of his other goals is to qualify for Boston. Yeah. Think about like what that goal means to you and then try and apply the same thing. Cause running, running a mile every day is such a different goal because it's not about, yeah. it's not about times. It's not about speed. It's not about anything like that. It's just the process of doing Getting it. Did you actually enjoy it or did it become like, did yeah. it become a box ticking mm. exercise? If so, what you've achieved is still amazing, but then let that decide don't just do it again this year because you're like, I'm annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Unless yeah. that's enough to and, fuel and I think, you. I think street goals are probably the hardest ones because mm. there's so much stuff that could be out of your control. Like actually I saw a news story recently that um, there was a young kid who was determined to break Ron Hill's longstanding record of running every day for 50 plus years. Mm. So if you think about that now, obviously this person would have to go until well in the tw into the 2070s to, to break that streak. Does that but mean that they could never fly to somewhere far away so like you Australia could yeah you could never get on a 24-hour flight well there aren't any 24-hour flights are there technically so you if as long as you've got off and run a mile in the airport and you're like um that's just very strange in your changeover or something but yeah but that's what i mean like i would suggest actually the answer to how do you handle failure of those little goals is have lots of different goals where you're not yeah. dependent on one goal so if you're worried about running a whole streak for a whole year or for 50 odd years you need to be doing something else because imagine getting 35 years into that and then something happens you're laid up in hospital and you, you can't fall, run that day. Although Ron Hill did, on get, out of, did yeah. get out of bed in hospital when he had broken various bones and, and went out and hobbled around a run just so he didn't miss his, his streak. Really? Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. So yeah, wow. thank you to everyone who's messaged in or who's listening to this. Please do let us know how you get on with your goals in 2024 because we'd love to support you out there, whatever they are. So our, our kind of slogan, our motto, run, improve, repeat, is about improvement, but that improvement can mean whatever it is to you. So we're here to support you, basically. And now we should find out what it means to us. Yes. Andy, a, a what are your... quick run through our goals. What are your 2024 goals? I've alluded goals? to it there, haven't I? I've given the game away. I feel mental. I feel like this oh is... Oh my gosh, Sarah, what's coming? <gasps> I might run another marathon. Oh, he's got the bug. Not I... an ultra marathon. Where are we going? No, no. Where I've are been we going? lots of like, good luck in your ultra, Andy, on Strava. People give me banter for my 2024 goals. Yeah. But I have no intention of doing that. I would like Yet. to run another marathon. Um, and we talked about how people's goals are different and they're focused on different elements and definitely don't have to be about times. Mm -hmm. But I do find from my career, chasing a time motivational for me. Mm. And because I have run most distances now, including the marathon before, the thing that's interesting for me is to try and set a time goal to see if I can see improvement over six weeks or 12 weeks or the whole year. So marathon by the end of the year, and I think I'm looking to do one in, in the autumn again, or maybe the winter. Um, and then, yeah, I, I've got, goals I'd like to, to do. So my immediate goal in the first quarter of 2024 is to try to run a faster 5k. 
Nice. I've signed up for an event in the middle of March. Keep you posted on my training. And I have a time goal in mind that might get fine-tuned. But certainly oh, he's, not, he's not coming out with he's it. He's not I can giving take, a lot away, is he? So no, keeping his no explanation of where that marathon will be. No, no, or, nowhere. Or no timings. No timings. So yeah. all a bit vague, really. Very vague. Hey, well, I, I, have, I, have, I have, this is why people need to keep listening to the podcast because oh. they need to follow the individual challenges. Sarah, give us some concretes, please. <laughs> right concrete mine's also a little bit vague my big goal at the end of 2023 is was that i wanted to just enjoy running again nice. i kind of like lost yeah. the mojo a little bit so that i'm very much there now but i very much want to keep that up whilst training for something so i don't want i don't want it to become a slog i know some runs are going to be rubbish but i want every run to be fun so that's like a slightly intangible thing but i'll know um, and then linked to that. We'll be able to hear it on the podcast. Yeah, every, if every week I'm like, yeah. yeah, I went out this morning, actually. The major difference that I've made is that I very rarely now run by myself. Yeah. It's actually so much better. Really? You don't ever run with me, though. No. Or me. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Definitely do read into that, both sometimes. of you. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, Rick, my, well, something yeah. might be happening soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, so first goal is I would love to run a marathon in the... I'm going to do the business description that Andy did. In the first quarter of 2020. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did say that, didn't I? Sorry. I would love to... You'd like, you'd like to hit, hit, target, by, hit yeah. target by the 1st of April. H1. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. goal is... No, in, in spring, I would love to run a marathon. I would love to just go for... I, I don't want to be scared of setting big goals anymore. Like, for me, I've run 3.49... I would be over the moon with anything that is between 3.30 and 3.49. But actually what's motivating me in training is to go five minute K pace is terrifying. Could mm. I do that for a whole marathon? And what pace does that give you? What time is five minutes? 3.30. 3.30. And that's also a Boston qualifier? Which would be a Boston qualifier. That might take a five few minutes. Five minutes a kilometre? Yeah. So 25 minute 5K. Currently. Gosh, no, that's times eight and a half. Currently yeah. with a few traffic light stops and one thirty second. Oh, I can't do this. I ran 10 miles at that pace. So, so I just need to do another 16 yeah. and then we're there. Yeah. But it, it might take a few marathons. It might take, I don't know, a few goes, but that's the goal. And then also 2024 is the year that I break 20 minutes for 5K. I'm doing it. Oh, so I'm serious? Absolutely doing ends, it. We're both going opposite ends of the distance spectrum, yeah. right? It's just yeah. terrible. I saw someone talking about 5K the other day and they were like, loads of marath loads of people who just train for marathons every single year and then their their app or their coach or the internet will be like are you gonna do a 5k in the interim they're like no because <laughs> 5k is so much worse you have to like if you want to oh, it's not it's great <sighs> i don't i just can't i, I don't I prefer have that pain no i don't like it i don't like i like in a marathon how you can set off then be like oh i don't really like this oh no okay i can bring mm. it back you have time in a marathon to think about it yeah. in a 5k if you're not ready in that first second Got to push from the beginning. Oh, don't You've also got to get it. the first two yeah. or three minutes right and not do what Rick did and, and do a massive positive yeah. split. Yeah, yeah post-Christmas positive split. But anyway, we can learn. Maybe um, Andy will pace me. And Rick, probably yours are the most exciting goals of them all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I am scared about what, what I'm trying to achieve in some ways. I'm trying to run faster than I've ever ran before. Yeah. Yeah, you are. So post-osteotomy, can I run sub 23.19 for 5K, sub 51.50 for 10k. Can I do it? I think you can. Yes. We, we got your back. Yes, um, we will you be documenting can. that both on the podcast and in 
wonderful video format uh, on the running channel because I can't wait to see this. I, I've, and... I've 100% got your back on this. Like I know we give each other a lot of stick, but it's really exciting. Um, Do you want to know what's most And you've got very exciting. specific time goals that you've revealed. Uh, as so is Sarah. Actually, it's just me who's been a wimp. So. <laughs> Do you want to know what's most exciting about Rick's? Is yeah. that you're doing we don't we don't have this finalized yet so this is breaking news is this something through an email i sent you yesterday yeah so for rick's fastest 5k yeah he will be getting paced by a running channel presenter and currently looking at our schedules it'll either be andy yes or me oh hello <laughs> i cannot wait so okay yeah sarah will be forced to run with one of us i wonder yeah. if, i wonder if rick will still upload that to strava as run with sarah <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Rick doesn't even know he has strong. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. People keep commenting on it. Yeah. I also found out this week, this is bad, that, you know, on Instagram, you yeah. have, you can put a web link in to like your your video, like your showreel, whatever you have in your life. Or, oh my God. So, Which running channel video is it? Yeah. So I've had this link for six months and I thought I'd put on a video to me coming back, my 10K in the new forest. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I thought, all right, I've just had that up there. So I was put a decent one. Actually, I've been linking for the last six months to Anna's video on how to run uh, negative splits. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still going to help people. I mean, it's that's still, still a great it's video. A, I'm, it's a very good video. I'm yeah. just not... Is the link in just, your bio? It just might be a bit weird that I've yeah. been linking to Anna's video on negative splits. Well, people so, click on your Instagram, Instagram and they're like, oh, Rick, Rick, Rick looks great. Rick, oh, he's yeah. done a video. Oh, he's changed Rick, a bit. Rick, yeah. <laughs> Where's Rick? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Where's wow. Rick? Oh, yeah well, there you go. Anyway, always good, good to promo. I tell you what, you need to watch that video. Yeah, it's not like you I to do. be uh, technologically you're, you're right. <laughs> Maybe uh, it's just right. subconsciously you were like, oh, negative splits. It's, I could yeah, use that in a mind. bit. Yeah. A last note on, on goals is we've actually all there, independent of one of the set goals. Sarah had a really lovely one about enjoying running more. Mm. But there is definitely a focus on times there. But I've got one as well, which is not about times, which is I'd like to just try and run a little bit more. The marathon period... I committed to three days a week um, to try to train for that because I know I needed to be regular. And I would like to try and run a fourth day. So like just to, to run more, more often without getting injured. So I know I'm going to have to focus on the gym and stuff. But Oh, yes, that's one of my goals too. <laughs> yeah, gym. we know this one's not going to happen. No, it will. It will. I'm manifesting. Okay. Have I done it this week yet? No. The week, but it's only Wednesday. It's only Wednesday. It'll be fine. One of my other goals actually as well is that I am determined in this marathon training block. I was chatting to my mum over Christmas and, and I was like, I'm going out for a run. Anyone want to come? Because it's a joke. Me, my mum yeah. and dad hate running. Yeah. And every single time they're like, oh, not yeah. today. I went yesterday. But my mum said that she would come out on a bike with me for my marathon oh, training. Nice. So I am oh. deterred. She doesn't currently have a bike, but I'm determined before my marathon, I will get her a bike and we will go out on a run together. Oh, amazing. Okay, well, watch this space. Watch this space. Citing Sarah's mum coaching Sorry. updates. But you are listening. Rick is frantically spinning his arm. You're listening to the Running Channel podcast. Up next, we've got your questions to answer. Plus, we've each picked a new story from the world of running to discuss. Don't forget that this episode is sponsored by ASICS and their brand new Nova Blast 4 running shoe, which is an amazing everyday running shoe, which is focused on being lighter and having more energy return than any of the previous versions, essentially giving you more bounce in every step, as well as a lower carbon footprint. It's available now from ASICS retail, online stores and specialist running outlets. This episode is sponsored by Huel Ready to Drink, which I am very excited for because you heard it here first, I am starting a marathon training block, which I'm very excited for, but I know that life is going to get super busy. We're going to have lots of other stuff going on at the running channel and breakfast and lunch are going to be the first two things that I forget to think about. So just having something like Huel Ready to Drink in the fridge, ready for when I finish a hard session or can't think about everything because I'm trying to juggle too many things is such a lifesaver. And if you want to check out Huel Ready to drink head to the link in the show notes
Quick poll before we go to the news. Who would you prefer to be paced by? Oh, God, that's really... Me or Andy. Remember, Rick? There's a wrong answer here. Can you just sell yourselves in 10 seconds? Okay, Andy, go. If you let me pace you, you will 100% run a personal best. That's really good. If you let me pace you, I won't be as mean to you as Andy (laughs) will be, but I will still get you the PB and we can have a lovely cup of tea afterwards. Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's true. I won't won't be mean. I just, yeah. Right here. Get right here. If you uh, want this, get here. That, that is my I think you're both going to be quite aggressive nightmares. towards me. Yeah. I'm really friendly, although Tom did say that that was annoying in the marathon. <laughs> yeah, see, sometimes you need a bit of like tough love. There we go. Right, right news. 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 Andy, first. Yeah, two quick ones that are related. Some 5K world records were set in the last Ooh. few weeks. So Beatrice Jabet from Kenya uh, ran a women's 5K on the road world record of 14.13 in Barcelona. So um, she also won the World Cross Country in February in 2023. So she had an amazing year, kind of bookending it with these amazing performances. Nice. Um, and then Kira McGean, who we've had on the podcast before. We have. Yes. Yes. She's lovely. In Budapest. Budapest. Yes, back out in Budapest. Um, she's from Northern Ireland. So in Belfast, she set a parkrun world record of 15.13. So Rapid. she beat wow. the previous record by yeah. 18 seconds, which is amazing. Especially uh, considering how windy it was. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's, it, it hasn't been great weather. Lots of storms oh. and stuff. So that was amazing. And we put a little bit of, of news about that out on our social media. I also saw some stuff generally. And it's interesting to me that some people have commented to say that's not really what park runs about. Like someone going running mm. that sort of time or, or whether a world record is, is a real thing in park run. Like mm. I was always quite back when I did hold it and it's now been taken away and you guys made fun of me. Um, <laughs> I never really felt like I would shout about it has a true world record. It was I thought it was a big deal. Tongue in Nine cheek. years you held it for. Eleven. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, come on, mate. Get it right. Um, my person, my view on it is that as long as as long as there is equal respect for the front of the pack and the back yeah. of the pack, it's yeah. fine. And personally, as someone who is much further towards the back most of the time at park run, mm. like I don't really go out yeah, that hard middle, most right? weeks. Yeah. Middle, depending on who I'm running with. I find it quite cool if it's lapped to be able to see people flying past who are right at the front. I think it, it's like this year, this links links in nicely to my new story. Yeah. It's an Olympic year, which is very exciting because this is the first time at the Olympics where the Olympic marathon is happening at the same time as a mass participation yeah. marathon. So yes. technically you're yeah. running at the Olympics. I feel like that's the same thing with... If I go to a park run and there's someone there who's trying to break a record or is just absolutely yeah, Jake Whiteman after. actually ran Bushy Park Park Run over the Christmas period. That's quite um, cool. It's like I, when you go to yeah. if you go to Battersea Park, quite often you can see some elites training. Uh, yeah, I think if if it's if an event is for everyone, which yeah. Park Run is, it's an amazing, welcoming, inclusive event for everybody. Then it's it's equally. Well, I don't whether equally is the right word, but it's for fast runners it's for runners who are coming for the very first time it's for mm-hmm. less experienced runners it's for pros it's for whoever wants to turn up as long as like you say there's respect and like i, I did lapped courses and i never would have expected anyone to move out of my way no yeah um, as i was you know passing runners. that's half the fun of park yeah run. you're getting like, you end up on the ha- grass or like you're you, gonna have to yeah, weave a little bit yeah. yeah i struggle with being lapped to be honest with you struggle. <laughs> yeah <laughs> struggle with it yeah oh sorry yeah, don't worry about it. Anyway. Okay. Did you lap him over Christmas? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Well, anyway, well done to those guys. Sarah, your new story? Yes, mine is. So as I said, it's an Olympic year. One thing that's interesting though, is that if I was going to run in the Olympics, the last thing that I would want to be doing is running another marathon. But 
loads of people are. So Kipchoge and Hassan have just announced that they're doing Tokyo Marathon, which is early spring. And then, of course, they'll be running another marathon at the Olympics, potentially, in August. Yeah, and Kipton's doing Rotterdam. Yeah. So there are, yeah, they're, they're going to be popping in a marathon in that kind of February to April period and then running again in July. Yeah, one of the two. But very exciting for Tokyo, though. So Kipchoge set the course record in Tokyo in 2021 and Hassan had a great year last year. She won London and Chicago Marathon in 2023. So I feel like Tokyo is going to be one to watch this year. And London was Sifan Hassan's debut, right? And yeah. she fell over. And yeah. still won. Still so, won. Oh, yeah. that, that was a watch. Yeah, then dipped back onto the track in the summer in Budapest to run three different events, 1500, 5K and 10K. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, let's go back to the marathon again. Yeah. Unbelievable range. So, so incredible. good. So, so good. Now it's question time. Rick. So this question's actually about a video we've done, the Valencia Marathon Stats Comparison video, which had Andy and Jess in it. The question is from somebody called... Claude Simeon. Hello. Why do we talk about increasing pace when numerically we want to lower our pace and increase our speed? Is it just that we're too used to higher is better, so it's more natural to talk about increasing pace? Yes. I read that very, very slowly yeah. because I felt like you need to take you that need to in. Soak it yeah. in. That is so true. You say, I'm going to get faster. I'm going Pick to increase, up the pace. Faster. increase my but pace, you but technically the number of your to. pace, if you yeah. went from six minute miling to five minute miling, so you got faster, then it's the numbers getting lower. So if, yeah, we, we, yeah, had, we imagine, had a debate. Imagine if you were running around the track and someone, and like you were being coached and then they shouted like, lower your pace. I would slow down. Yes. I see what you mean. Yeah, lower your pace. Yeah, it's just it's the, intu the intuitive nature of it. Like we were doing some graphics for some videos recently. Yeah. And one of the team made a graphic where the pace increased, i.e. Sorry. Well, the pace got faster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they had like a bar chart and the, the bar got bigger for faster pace. And I was like, no, it has to be the other way around. The, the, the bar chart on the axis has to get lower because it's going from... I don't know, five minute kilometers to 430 kilometers. Yeah. So that's a lower number. So this is exactly this. Yeah. And, and it's whether that visual representation, which is how Strava would do it, it would have a lower bar for a faster pace. I think I'm going to check that whilst we're talking. Well, you know, the good news is everybody who wanted a longer episode in 2024 <laughs> has successfully got a longer episode oh, no, so to kick things off. So here we go. I have got a Strava invert their axes on the pace graphs. So they oh, put really? it upside down. I'm looking at a graph now where four minute kilometers is at the top of the graph on the left-hand axis. Seven minute kilometers is at the bottom. But Therefore, also, where you see a peak in, in... So it looks like it's higher. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah. so it's, that's uh, probably makes it more intuitive to look at. Like, oh, the high it, points is my fastest bit. Yeah. Isn't it as well, if you stroll down to your splits on Strava, it's like a... <laughs> This is where my lack of maths comes in. It's a sideways bar graph. It is, yeah. And the longer the bar, the faster your pace. Is that right? Yeah, it goes, well, it goes with the theory, exactly, higher is better. That's exactly that, right. To yeah. be fair, I always look at that and I'm like, if I did like a pyramid session, I'd be yeah. like, oh, why, why did I get slower in the middle? And then I'd be like, oh no, I did get faster. Yes, I think basically the answer here is that it's because it's confusing, even when you think about it. So you just and go with learned, what's most intuitive. Yeah. yeah, we can't unlearn this now, but at least now we all, we're all aware of it. Yes, well, and that's our first question of 2024. Before we go, Sarah, you've got a new year favour to ask. I do have a new year favour to ask. Firstly, please do keep emailing in podcast at therunningchannel.com with your questions. Genuinely love reading through all of your emails. And my 2024 favour is 
keep sharing. Please keep sharing this yeah. podcast. We very, very excitingly announced that we hit 1 million downloads, audio downloads. We then added up all of the video downloads and we're almost at 2 million, which is absolutely mind-blowing. So please do, if you've got a runner in your life, or even if you don't have a runner in your life, mm. send it to the non-runner in your life and see if we can help persuade them to get out so you have a running buddy. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you by Under Armour and their Infinite Elite Everyday Running Shoe, which has a focus on both comfort and endurance. So an ultra springy, responsive feel that protects your legs and keeps them feeling fresh, which is what Jess has been putting to the test as she's been training for over the last 12 weeks for taking on her ultimate ever 10K. And she's been focused on consistency. So being able to show up with those fresh legs every day and every week in order to put in the work and the recovery that she needs to do to run her best. If you want to check out the Under Armour Infinite Elite, head to the link in the show notes.